victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have found The Horror Returns. And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We do include spoilers for the new film. However, we're going to wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we'll let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. You'll know it's uh, there, I promise. (laughs) That was Brian's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. You can always uh, turn it on later after you go see the movie. Kind of like Philip. Yeah. will give you a chance to go see it. Sorry, guys. I hey. have not seen Kingsman, but I saw the others. <laughs> you know what? It feels good not to be the only the only douchebag that like misses a new movie when you guys see, the, see it. <laughs> uh, but I made up for it this week, thank God, so... Um, the other thing we may do from time to time, uh, guys, is we may use a few four-letter words. Oh, yeah. I know we have a couple of new listeners. I think you've been listening long enough to know that. A whole five minutes. Uh, this is a horror podcast. And horrors tend to be R-rated. Horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can expect us to be as well. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my fantastic co-hosts, Brian and Philip. What's going on, guys? What up? What's cracking <laughs> Yes, Brian, what's the weather like, man? We want that Alaska weather report because we're fucking sweltering down here. Oh, shit. It is getting colder, and it's been raining all week, and it Ooh, sucks. Gee. That's well, that's not so good. Considering no, the not. whole world is exploding, Mexico's had like four effing earthquakes in the past week or two. <laughs> oh, you know what? I guess what? cold and raining is not terrible, huh? <laughs> this podcast may never see the light of day. We're recording on September 23rd. Oh, that's right. It's supposed oh, to be yeah. an apocalypse or something. Mm. We shall see. Totally, totally forgot about that. It's kind of dark outside. Well, what's, uh, hey, what's your cool of the week, Brian? It's going to give the first episode a watch. I ended up just binging all ten episodes, and the only problem I have with it is have to wait for season two oh, i yeah. totally love the first season it's pretty good huh yeah and um i thought i was gonna have an issue with uh the actress uh laura lenny she plays uh wendy the right. wife yeah because in the first episode i just got a skylar vibe from breaking bad and oh no uh, yeah but she grew on me okay she knows how to handle herself i'll just i'll just put it like that so uh, definitely, uh, that is a definite recommendation for me is uh, Ozark. Cool. Uh, I think I got one. I haven't haven't watched a ton this week. We're in the process of moving, and I'm working like crazy. Uh, but Kristen Bell is in one. I think it's on TBS. I'm not sure. It's called The Good Place. My wife was watching right. it when I came home. Yeah, I heard and about it. So I- the gist is she winds up in heaven. 
And she's like, yeah, this sounds amazing. And then uh, she gets there and she's like, yeah, I'm not this person. I'm not supposed to be here. So she's like incognito trying to stay in heaven and, and trying to be a better person. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's, I mean, right. you know, not horror related at all, but. It's sci-fi. It's close a, enough. It's it's a cool idea for a show and it's kind of goofy right. and funny. Kristen Bell is pretty funny. I like her. So it's kind of like a case of mistaken identity then? Yeah, and it, and then and then it turns out that she's maybe not the only one, and and the whole right. world is falling apart. And um, the bartender from Cheers, what's his name? Ted Danson. Ted Danson is. He's, he's <laughs> oh no. The, uh, he's he's the the guy that creates the good place. This, he's this, God. This little universe. He's the god of this particular neighborhood that they're living in. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Apparently, only one person has got it right. Right. Um, about what the idea of the afterlife is. And it was a stoner in the 60s when he was super stoned and, and was asked, <gasps> what, what do you think happened when, he, when you die? And uh, he, he listed off this stuff, and apparently he was 90% right. Everybody else oh, is wow. about five. Oh, <laughs> that sounds interesting. Have you seen that, Brian? Uh, no, I haven't. No, yeah. Hmm. All right. It's it's goofy, but it's it's not bad. Cool. Yeah, I know a lot of people are checking it out. Um. Speaking of checking shit out, uh, my cool of the week I finally got around to. Actually, I was gonna, I, I did read uh, Lovecraft Country, and I was gonna talk about that for my cool of the week because mm-hmm. the uh, TV show that Brian you said it's coming out on Stars, I think. I think HBO. HBO. Okay. Well, I checked that out. It's it's a very well written book. They do a good job of making you feel like you're like back in the late fifties, early sixties. But no, my cool of the week is it. Nice. I finally got there. Did you like it? Fuck yeah. It's pretty kick-ass, Hell huh? yeah, dude. That was a good what, fucking movie, fucking man. fucking amazing, man. Yeah. What's your rating on it? Oh, man, I'll give it an easy 8.5. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be in the top... It's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the top five. My top five is finally starting to round out a little bit. Yeah. Um, almost, I'm almost afraid to ask for some more shitty movies, because last time I did that, I got The Void. I know, right? But, but there's uh, a lot of really good movies this year. Dude, I was just thinking that um, after I watched it yesterday, I thought, you know what? This is probably my favorite year in movies since, like, 99. There's a bunch of them. When The Sixth Sense and The Matrix and American Beauty and yeah. uh, the first uh, Blair Witch came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking blown away. Yeah, you guys hit the nail on the head with your review. I mean, that's all yeah. you need to know about it. And that movie is killing it in the box office. It's, like, over $400 million already worldwide. It's amazing. Yeah, I was listening um, on my radio show I listen to in the morning, uh, The Rod Ryan Show. I'll give him a quick plug if you're living in Houston, or you can check it out on iHeart. Um, anyway, <laughs> they were talking about whether, uh, because I guess it's got the record for uh, most money on a horror movie. Right. But I don't think uh, they took Jaws into account. And then they were arguing whether oh. or not Jaws was actually a horror movie. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that argument, so, sure. But uh, their argument was if Cujo's a horror movie, then Jaws is a horror movie. Sure. So, no doubt, man. Can't argue with that logic. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, so, yeah, it's my cool of the week, Brian. What um, What are our headlines this week, man? Yeah, uh, just a bunch of casting. Um, Gal Gadot and Bradley Cooper are going to star in a new thriller called Deeper. Ooh, that sounds sexy. <laughs> sounds very nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Fede Alvarez, uh, he's doing the new uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo reboot called The, the Girl in the Spider's Web. And oh, okay. he's right. casted the lead for it. And I'm not familiar with this actress. 
Claire Foy? No, doesn't 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 ring a bell at all. Yeah, so no, I don't. Kind of seems like Claire he's going Foy. with a Claire Foy. Okay. Kind of seems like he's going with an unknown, but mm-hmm. I've I've enjoyed everything he's done, so I'm I'm a roll right. with it. Okay. Um, Philip, this one's for you. Um, your favorite child actress, uh, Lulu Wilson from uh, Ouija <laughs> and Annabelle. Oh, that girl. Oh, yeah, she's she irritates me. <laughs> <laughs> she's joining the cast of Netflix's uh, The Haunting uh, of Hill House. Uh-huh. So. I don't plan to watch it anyway. Well, see, I, like she's that. not a bad actress. She just like hams it up, man. I don't know. There's yeah. something, there's some, it, something huh? about her that, that like. She's good most of the time, but it's that, you know, 5% of the time where she's just irking me the wrong way, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to check it out. I mean, it's going to be on Netflix, and it's it's going to star Carla Gugino, which uh, I've been hearing a lot of good things about. Um, what is it? Uh, Carol's Game? Yeah. I've been oh, hearing yeah. a lot of good things mm-hmm. about that. And uh, it's directed by Mike Flanagan, and ah. he's, done, he's done a lot of good horror movies. So. Right. I, I think it's uh, worth a watch. Cool. Wait a minute. So, uh, The Haunting of Hill House is directed by Flanagan, too? Yes. So is Gerald's Game. Yeah, I think he's... Right? Uh, and didn't he also... Got... He did Hush as well on Netflix. Yeah, I think he has he has oh. some kind of deal with Netflix, okay. so... I'll probably check it out. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it. And, and, like I said, not a lot of news, so we're going to end cool. off with uh, Spencer Treat Clark and Charlene Woodard are returning to the Unbreakable slash Split sequel, Glass. And mm-hmm. people don't know who they are. Spencer Treat Clark played Bruce Willis' son. Right. And Charlene Woodard played... Um, uh, Samuel Jackson's mother. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah, they're bringing it back a lot of a lot of the actors from uh, Unbreakable. So, well, let's see if they can pull it off. Yep. Uh, and uh, Glass is coming out early 2019. Nice. Okay. And that is all the headlines we got. All right, then, folks. That means that now it's time to take our little trip. Down to the trailer park. Yeehaw! First one we're going to talk about is a vampire found footage movie called Living Among Us, starring Ugh. Esme Bianco. Okay. Probably said that totally wrong. <laughs> uh, sure John, uh, uh, the late John Hurd, uh, William Sadler, and Thomas Ian Nicholas, hmm. directed by Brian A. Metcalf. Okay. What did you guys think? I I actually kind of like the idea of it, except that they're playing off of Twilight, so that hurts. Were they? But (laughs) was it? I I I didn't catch him sparkling. I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a Twilight sort of idea. So they're they're just running with it and making it a movie. Okay. And there's just been I don't know the whole genre has been kind of played out. I think, but eh? yeah, I I feel like. I feel like I just watched this movie uh, a few weeks ago called The Monster Project. Ah, kind of similar yeah. theme where they're making a documentary, and you can clearly tell it's going to go bad, especially if you're <laughs> here interviewing monsters, okay. in this case vampires. Right, so. right, right. 
It's like yeah. at this point, if you're if you're interviewing a monster and uh, you're carrying a bunch of cameras so you can film every bit of it, mm-hmm. you can just sort of expect it to be a found footage in real life. Just don't sure. do that. That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably check it out, but this will probably be something that if I can't find nothing else to watch, I'll probably throw this on. Yeah, this look this looked really fucking terrible to me. This is, <laughs> you guys you guys have at it. This is a, a, a middle of the night drank too much Netflix, <laughs> Netflix watch. Free watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, release date January fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. Oh wow. We're already getting into some uh, 2018 movies, huh? Yep. Okay, next trailer. Happy Hunting, starring Michael Dingle Wall. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Dingleberry. (laughs) Why does Uh, he have that in his name? Why why would you go by that? Michael Dingle Wall. That was uh, dumb. I'd veto this movie based on that alone. (laughs) Uh, uh, Ken Lally and Kenny Warmald, directed Mm. by Joe Delch and Louis Gibson. Hmm. A dingle ate his baby. (laughs) (laughs) Which, um, Mm. I actually watched this movie last night. Oh, no shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, I, I guess my review of the trailer will be a quick little review of the movie. Um, it, it had a good concept. But it felt like we, we've talked about movies that don't show death scenes and it was perfectly fine. You know, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, they needed to show every death scene to make the movie work for me personally. Did they? Uh, no. Oh. There was a lot of oh, no. off screen and there was a little too much CGI. Uh, oh, and it it just totally missed the mark for me. It it had a good concept. Um, the ending was a little predictable, but um, I think uh, again, if you don't have nothing to watch, it's a decent watch. It just, it just right it, for for the movie what it was supposed to be. I, I wanted to I wanted it to be more brutal and just kind of in your face. Yeah, well, you would hope and, for that. Yeah, and it, it it didn't go that way, and it it kind of missed the mark. So, so just purge yeah. feeling to it. I thought it was just yet another retelling of that that old short story, the world's most dangerous yeah, game. Yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if anybody's uh, interested in watching it, it is out now. It uh, it just came out yesterday, so okay. it's uh, on demand. Yeah, I'm looking um, at the thing right now. It says you can get it on Amazon Prime for six ninety nine. I think I'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, our next one's going to be Marvel's The Punisher. Whoa. We don't need to really get into the cast list because all that matters is John Bernthal. Right. I am totally in on this. I thought this trailer was badass. And they put a badass, yeah, badass song in it. It went perfectly with the with the trailer. It's great. Very very brutal. Um, if you watch the trailer, they kind of pixelated the release date. Because there was a rumor that they was yes. just going to drop the drop the show any day now, but uh, mm-hmm. the release date is official. It's going to be October thirteenth. Okay, cool. Friday the thirteenth. That's cool, man. That's, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yep. Plus, it's right around the corner, and I I have been waiting for this for a long time. This is by far my most anticipated thing on Netflix. Yeah, and it and it tells you it shows you right off the bat where this show is going to go with the with the scene where where his wife gets shot. Yep. Because they just threw that right in there, and I yeah. was just—I was like, "Oh wow!" So, 
I, I am super pumped for this show. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's 13 episodes. I was a little worried that all these uh, Netflix Marvel shows were going to go down to eight episodes like The Defenders, but this one shows a full 13. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that was just because of the as many characters they were putting in, in one show, so they right. tried to simplify it. And Yeah, and I'm enjoying that so far, by the way. I'm like, I think, three episodes in. I don't I don't yeah, understand all the, the hate defenders. for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't know. I don't I, I'm in question. And, you know, what do, what do people want nowadays? You know, but the I Punisher. was that's what we want. The Punisher. Yeah. I can yeah. If, if he those defenders douchebags, because <laughs> whoop all their asses. I do like Daredevil, though. <laughs> you, you, you know what? I cannot argue with you right there. <laughs> but, uh, yep. October 13th. uh Friday the 13th uh, is going to drop on Netflix. Just check out the preview, man. It is badass. You will yep. not be sorry. Mm-hmm. And our final trailer is Tomb Raider starring Alicia Vikander. And if people who kind of recognize her, she was in, uh, what was it? Uh, Ex Machina? Ex Machina? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Academy else, Award uh, winner, right? Walton, yeah, Walton, yeah, she won an yeah. Academy Award for that. I don't know why they. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. I, uh, I, was, I was gonna, gonna say. Go uh, Wal- I was gonna say Walton Goggins is in this. He's oh, playing the villain. Jesus Christ! You know what? I thought that was him. Yeah. I'm fucking. I'm fucking sick. Fed up with this bullshit, dude. They go out. Some of these actors and actresses. They go out. They fucking get a and they do a great role. Get an Academy Award and then go for the fucking money grab on a fucking. Blockbuster quasi type bullshit. This of looks course stupid they to do. Me. Why would you not? Here's 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 a movie franchise where you're going to be set up for the rest of your life, and you're never going to have to worry about money again. Mm, yeah, I think my uh, poetic license is going to be put in my back pocket while I do this. <laughs> burn, burn, burns me up, man. But whatever. So, I guess you're right. It's her her call, right? I think so, it's fun. Yeah, so I take it you didn't like it, Lance. I fucking hated it. It looks terrible. It's like a fucking video game. I guess that's what it's based on, right? I was just about to say that that's why I like it, because it it looks more like the video game than the... the, What the fuck is her name? Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Yeah. that chick. Uh, Philip said those exact words. I was like, oh, I like her better as Laura Croft, because she looks like a more realistic Laura Croft than, you know... Yeah, I'll give you that. Big lips and sticking the boobs out and... (laughs) She's not really athletic, <laughs> right. but this chick is. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I like these kind of movies, and and I always am. I'm, I'm still waiting for that hit video game adaption. Yeah, because uh, usually when it comes to uh, movies adapted from video games, they just bomb horribly. Right. I, I don't imagine this one is really going to kick a whole lot of ass, but I'll definitely watch it. You don't, yeah. Brian. You don't think uh, Pixels did it for you? Uh, for my kids, my kids was excited for it. <laughs> Pixels wasn't bad, but it wasn't really based on a video game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's kind of a, a video game universe, right? Yeah. I mean, I liked it for the nostalgia because yeah, you know sure. stuff would pop up, and I was I would tell my kids I used to play that, and they would be like, "Oh wow, that Good doesn't look guys. fun." I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> um, yeah, he's fun. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Tomb Raider uh, release date March sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Nice. All right. Oh, they're teasing that one early. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's a ways away. Yep, that is our last trailer. All right, Philip. Got any feedback? So we got a couple of emails uh, regarding Mother. Uh, Mark Chevalier says uh, this movie intrigues me because, on one hand, I feel like it is something I will hate. 
but on the other hand, it feels like something I just have to see. I, I think that's where a lot of people landed on that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Still liked it. Definitely different. I want to watch it again. Uh, let's see. We put the question out there. Uh, this week with Kingsman, the Golden Circle hitting theaters in the U.S., we have a question for all you listeners. What is your favorite spy-fi movie or TV show? Uh, Josh Youngblood says, Get Smart. Uh, Ricky Morgan, <laughs> I'm not a number. I'm a free man. <laughs> What's he talking about, Brian? That was The Prisoner. Oh, uh, uh, The Prisoner, right? Yeah. Yeah, hell okay. yeah. The one we were going to do along with uh, Golden Circle. Yeah, but you know like what? 27 I'm, episodes and they're all in Yeah, hour. I'm like four episodes in and I'm digging it. Yeah, and yeah, I, awesome. I instantly recognized what that when when he posted that I was like I thought that was a badass moment in that first mm-hmm. episode when he said that. Right. Also a badass moment in a maiden song. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patrick Clear uh, says most of the James Bond films. Okay. Uh, I also love the TV shows Wild Wild West and Mission Impossible. Ah, I'd forgotten I can't about argue that. With that. Uh, Joe Beale says the Prisoner. Well, there's another one. Art Cali. <laughs> Art from Cali says, uh, Spy Kids. <laughs> Fuck you, Art. Yeah, <laughs> get the... With us. Yeah, get out of here with that. Spy Kids. Antonio Banderas. He's too sexy. <laughs> He's too sexy. Okay, Patrick Clear uh, says, In like Flint. Uh, but Joe Beale says, Our man Flint was better. Uh, oh, a little disagreement there, uh, huh? Uh, Joe Beale also said... Uh, MI4 is great because they climb up the outside of the tallest building in the world. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, yeah, I, I, I mean, I those, lose track of which one is which. I, I do, too, and those movies did a lot for, for Tom Cruise's yeah. career, but I'm not a huge fan. First one was awesome. Uh, Jack Falvey says, uh, says uh, hey, I know guest host you can totally hit up for the Prisoner Retro. Oh, there you go. All uh, right, so all right. a couple for the Prisoner now. Awesome. Um, Darren Wilson says The Venture Brothers. Eddie Ramirez also says The Prisoner. Man, okay, well, we wow. definitely got to watch The Prisoner, because that there was like four it. of them. Uh, and then we also got a few new iTunes reviews, so somebody's got some t-shirts on the way. Yeah, well, I've got, the t-shirts are at the printer right now. I bought them all today at Academy, and they're at the printer getting made today, folks. There so if it. we've promised them, you're, it's not bullshit, you're really getting them. So, uh... DLG281 says, uh, finally, the horror returns. If you're a fan uh, of the horror genre, then this podcast is for you. Each week, these guys will take a look at what's coming soon with the Trailer Park segment. Then they'll review something new and review something old, with both films sharing a common thread. There's humor between the three hosts, but most importantly, uh, their love of the genre is authentic. Cool. Aw. Thanks. We love you too, man. <laughs> we can start crying, man. Then <laughs> uh, uh, our buddy Mark Chevalier says, A great podcast for horror lovers. Uh, the hosts are knowledgeable and entertaining. And uh, by looking at the past and present movies, you have the chance to see the whole gamut of horror. Uh, keep up the good work. All right. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You guys are the knowledgeable. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so that's it. Is that it for the feedback? No, no. We got one more. This one's brand new. Popped up like a couple hours ago. <laughs> iTunes review? Yeah. Oh, fucking A. Um, it says, uh, by Lone Wolf GAM. Uh, I was listening to an episode of the After Midnight podcast with Denny Louie and uh, guest All co-host right. Art from Cali. 
when I heard your podcast being plugged from Art and it piqued my interest. Thanks, Art. Wow, Art. Fucking hey, dude. <laughs> uh, I've been starting to grow my interest in the horror film genre for a while now. After watching films like Faces of Death, Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust and uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Uh, since I work long hours and travel through bus, I've been looking for more podcasts to listen to, uh, as I learned, uh, as I learn to love new things and I want to make my job even more enjoyable. You guys have delivered the goods from your reviews of genre films and past and present. And for each film you give the highest praise or even the best rant, uh, the better it goes to the top of my queue. Movies like Night of a Thousand Cats. Oh. <laughs> the Avocado Jungle of Death. Remember that one? No, no. Did you mention that? No, but, okay. but I uh, So he says movies movies like Night of a Thousand Cats goes to the top. Uh, the Death Note Netflix adaptation and right. Eyes Without a Face would have probably Oh, been... Eyes of My Mother. Eyes of My Mother. That's probably yes. what he's okay. talking about. Okay, yes, okay, yes, yes. Would have probably been bypassed if it wasn't for you guys and your thorough reviews. Uh, keep rocking and rolling, guys. Damn. Thanks, Lone Wolf. Okay, this is why we're here. Yeah, no kidding. Man, right? we awesome. really appreciate that. The only problem is, Lone Wolf, we need to know who you are. <laughs> so we can oh, yeah. get a t-shirt I guess we can't to you. send you a t-shirt. <laughs> Just email us. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So our email address, Philip? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, well, that goes into my closing. I'm not on track today, guys. I'm sorry. Thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page. Uh, or you can email us directly, lonewolf, at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you and uh, leave us some more reviews. And we'll keep things rolling with the positive feedback. Thanks, guys. We love you all. Yeah, we really do. Much appreciated. Brian, it's, what it, God, you, it's got to mean a lot to you to hear that kind of thing, huh? Absolutely, and I we I think I can speak for all of us. We really appreciate the listeners. Yeah, because you know, with without you guys, we would just be talking to each other. So definitely appreciate everybody, <laughs> which, which is cool. Kind of how we started it, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, and we got we got a couple of uh, we got a couple of treats coming up for you guys. I know we're doing a couple of. At least two or three bonus episodes, because we, as we're getting closer to Halloween, I mean, we may be doing two shows a week for part of part of October. But we're uh, we got a big guest lined up for next week if it if it comes through, which I believe it probably will. We're uh, actually planning on speaking with a director next week who's done a who's done a, did a really good movie that we enjoyed, and then just followed up with a sequel that came out Friday. So. We're hoping to do that and kind of tie it into a visit out to a local uh, haunted house out here, too. So we're going to have a bonus haunt episode for you guys. And, um, of course, we're going to do our annual um, Halloween with the kids, like oh, we yeah. always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Brian, we will be seeing Medea. Uh-oh. Although, is uh, that still coming uh, out? Because I haven't seen a release date. I'm starting to panic. Help me, help me out here, Brian. I'll ask my seven-year-old. She is super pumped for that movie. Okay. All right. Supposedly October 20th. So. Oh, where have we gone wrong? <laughs> oh, man. But there's a, a lot of good horror coming out this month. Uh, Brian, what, what what all do we have coming out in October? Let me see here. Let me pull up my list. For October, as far as horror, we got a Happy Death Day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, nice. We are going to be given a review on the cult of Chucky. Okay. Uh, I can't wait. Jigsaw. Nice. 
and the recently released Leatherface. Yeah, it's going to be a big month. <laughs> it's going to be finally and, <laughs> and uh, we're going to squeeze in some sci-fi with the new Blade Runner 2049. Oh, we got to do nice. that. Okay. Yeah, how do you not? And you know what? I'm 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 on board. I'm 100% on board now after having seen the new uh longer trailer. Yes, yeah. that that yeah, was an yeah. awesome trailer. I'm, I'm in. Hey everybody, it's Zach Bax with the Knights of the Drunk Watch. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm Audie. I'm Mark. <laughs> Andrew. Crystal. Kate. <laughs> and we come to you for a second time tonight. Yeah, so just a little secret, just between us us podcasters, uh, my dumbass forgot to turn the, turn the mic on, which subsequently is important for a podcast. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? We had no uh, idea. Thank God we're not so, live streaming. This would have been right. embarrassing. Oh, oh so we've no, been talking actually, about stuff for, what, seven minutes? Yeah, seven minutes. <laughs> Somebody would have told us. Somebody would have been like, guys. Yeah, so, uh, so we're going to talk about it again. So but we're going to do a shorter version. Let's, let's raise our glass. We got this rehearsed. Now we're rehearsed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, are. we are the Knights of the Drunk Watch, and, and now, now our, our talk, talk begins again. 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 <laughs> okay, one so more. We can start with the, the neighbors. Yeah, the neighbors. Oh, how'd you know? I don't know. We're going to talk about the neighbors and what their mission is. So they walked over in sombrero hats. They're crazy. <laughs> that was the best, though, honestly. We didn't talk much about the sombrero hats. We didn't talk a lot about the sombrero Well, it also felt very weird because I feel like the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the episode, we were all just like, what is going on? Why are they la- like? Why are they in hats? And then they would explain it, and it still didn't make sense. Like, it didn't feel at all scary or no, uh, like startling. It was just like what a hilarious. Right, but, I mean, we had said that they're very forthcoming, but that to go to someone's house in a sombrero and throw Taco Bell coupons at somebody—I mean, that's super. That's super confrontational. It really yeah, is. that's what you I'm saying. Cross the street. You went to Party City. <laughs> you At don't least. know. Maybe they already have. No, come on. They went, probably those, own those. Those hats look brand new. I see the price tag on them. <laughs> you went to Party City, bought like ten dollar hats each, just twenty bucks, and then you clipped a bunch of coupons for Taco Bell to go accost somebody across the street. I mean, that's just it's that's a lot. It's definitely it's a lot. Some thinking. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I guess I have a little bit of a question about the timeline. Did they buy the guinea pig for Oz before or after they did that? After. After. Weird. Yeah. Well, they like like the son, but they don't like the mom yeah. and all and that. And that could be part of it is if they're invested in the son, like they, they're invested in the son for whatever reason, but they feel like the parents are messing up. Then they're going to go tell the parents they're messing up, we're, I guess. We were trying to discuss the, the like the different cults and whether or not the neighbors are involved in one of the cults. I mean, clearly they're with Kai and they they're did the sure Pinky's Toy. Well, they with met Kai. with Kai. They met with Kai, but that doesn't mean they like it. They got fully joined. initiated, yeah. yeah. He may not have accepted it. He may not even have a cult yet. He might just be like, you know. Assembling his events. Assembling people I mean, that he likes. He had all those protesters. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Like... Maybe he is Jesus. Oh, oh God! Jesus. With blue hair, drink, yeah. uh, toilet bowl. Maybe he, Jesus. maybe maybe he's the Antichrist from season one. Maybe he could be. Uh, and, oh, but hey, but so oh. we also talked about um, Doctor Cheyenne and his role in everything. Oh, Andrew had yeah. an interesting theory about that. You want to repeat your theory? <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, I had a theory. I think someone said this about that doctor. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I heard from theory. some. I heard from a podcast. That, <laughs> well, I just, I'm just. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, you didn't hear from the podcast. Doctor Cheyenne has his own clown killer cult, clown posse, and Kai is his own cult of personality about making. America Trump again. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, the idea is that maybe the clowns and Kai are not related, and even if they don't belong to Cheyenne, like they could be because a totally one thing they thing. seem to show yeah. at the beginning of this episode is that Doctor Cheyenne was curing this woman of her phobia, uh-huh. yes, you know, with the help of her husband, and then they went home, and he, the clowns, used her phobia to kill to them. kill them. Yes. Yeah. But I also feel like... You know, and it wasn't like, as I was thinking before, that was kind of a, like a Stepford Wives thing, where it was really the husband trying to cure his wife to make her part of the cult. Mm-hmm. That's what we thought Ivy might have been doing right. to Allie. Right, But, because they were both killed. The husband had no idea what was going on either. The only thing that puts a wrench in that plan is the smiley face goes with the clown cult, and yes. the smiley face people killed Meadow, or took Meadow, or something happened to Meadow, and we haven't seen Meadow and Dr. Cheyenne well, have any kind we of... We don't know that. No, I feel like Winter... Well, the face, though. No, we don't Winter know that... Winter involved with the clowns. I feel like she's involved yeah. with the clowns, though. She could so, be playing for I think there's got to be some kind of crossover. Well, we don't know that Meadow hasn't seen Dr. <clears throat> we don't know that they have faked Meadow's death to... Yeah, Allie. Yeah. They use the, the fact that there's a clown serial killer cult out there uh-huh. to... Yeah, because they bought the house that a serial killer clown cult murdered took. Yeah, and and rented it. Detect- oh, that's true. Detective Ralph got that really immediate text message that yeah. answered all the questions. Super convenient. Yeah. Super convenient text message. message. I'll let me look at my phone. Oh, it says here that cooperates with the other markings. Wow, yeah. It's a perfect match. No I fuck. Don't know what it's his a circle of two dots. Oh, no, dang it. It's a circle of two dots. They cuss on the horror returns, they by do. the way. Okay. We can't cuss on YouTube because YouTube's being. Okay. Anyway, a douche. Um, so <laughs> this is going to be on YouTube. Like, so let's be careful. The well, we've done that before. Yeah. The murder um, <laughs> spray. I see. That's the thing. That like, I'm wondering how much what happened to Meadow has to do with the murder spray, because like, if they're spraying hallucinogens and like things in the air that fuck you up, yeah, uh, it's very possible that Billy like killed her in his sleep. That's true. What but if it's then, just? But yeah. But then like. I mean, Allie was in the road with it, and she was in the yard where they were spraying, so how do we... Then there's this whole, like, is she completely just bonkers and none of it's real? Like, that just... I feel like that confuses everything so uh, much. I, I, I mean, why does kill Murphy? the birds? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean... The, you could find that's a, fair you, though. Yeah, no, it but the you birds. can throw a bunch of dead birds in someone's yard that's without it being nauseous gases. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think I again think they're just gaslighting Allie with this. But why Allie? Why bullshit? does she matter? I, I think like in the scheme she of things, for the wrong. Person, I think that's, that's the. Why. This is all because she voted for Jill Stein. Yeah, it? <laughs> it may be. I mean, that. I mean, that'd be no, really. They keep bringing it up. Whatever the answer is has to do with why there someone is trying to divide Allie and uh, Ivy. Someone is trying to, I think, form a divide there. But we yeah. we don't even know if it's maybe Ivy. 
Maybe Oz is on all of it because he hates. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That could be true. Like, Oz we don't, the I chess think, piece. Whatever I think the answer is is, is, is included in. Winter is trying to come between them. Yes. For some yeah. Reason. And why is okay. <laughs> well, why is she in the house? That's inappropriate. Giggles. <laughs> She's in the house because Ivy likes her in the house. I don't like Period. Not no, anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. And somebody sent him that video. Like, there's a lot of things going on and it's well, difficult to imagine. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. The yes. clowns always said the clowns. Ivy's in- password is clowns. With a Z. Yeah, with a Z. What is that about? What up? I think she's set up. I think it's all set up. But for what? What Those is Those clowns purpose? broke in. No, they broke in after she was in the tub. Yes. She sent Pedro. She did send Pedro. She did super... Yeah, and I mean... Maybe Ivy's well, done the pinky well, thing. When, when did the, the jerk-off clown show up? At the restaurant. The restaurant? At the well, restaurant. No, but he showed up at the house and told, you know, am I asleep? You were asleep. Yeah. And yeah, they were in his, like, closet or yeah. whatever. No, that or was... During that was during the bathtub. Bath yeah. That was after... That happened after they found the bean in the tub. Okay. No, but during. I think that was during. You can't set up a camera and then start recording while they're beating well, each other. Winter could yeah. have, though. Yeah, Winter has access. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she would know. And she's already introduced Oz to the dark web. Yeah, she has. So how did. Okay, so you brought up the password. What was Oz's language? He said, I, I got this link and I clicked on it and it was. Parental control? Well, no. no. Then they said, don't worry, we have parental controls. Like, he, he couldn't have clicked on a porn site. And he said, well, I overrode them because I saw you type your password. The clowns with clowns a Z. Clowns with a Z. So he turned off the parental controls. Before yeah. this link got sent. I don't know. And we or, still don't know. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Or when he, when he got a link that he wanted to click on. What was the website? With the... I don't know. Uh, you know, it was scared to death. Scared to death.com. Uh, okay. Was that the same website where he was watching the murder happen? That's possibly, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that's There's, very much winter. There are a lot of pieces moving right now, Ryan Murphy, and I'm really hoping you're going to bring them together well, in some I kind of good way. I can kind of see where I, I'm seeing kind of where Kai is being the safety net for Allie. Because he's like, I'll be here for you. Yeah, and the way that Littlefinger was the safety net no, for yeah, 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 yeah. And where, and where <laughs> there's, they're driving that yeah, wedge between great. Allie and Ivy, Ivy and then Allie is going to start maybe depending on Kai. I just don't understand why Allie is even important. The I only reason she would be, be like, important is if Ivy is, is, is involved. That's probably yeah. going to be the big question of yeah. the season of why all of this is... Other than it's Sarah Paulson, so watch it's just her in asylum, like going or, crazy yeah. after the election. No, I, I, I don't no, know. I don't know. Jessica Lang shows up as a nun. Oh yes. God! Yes, I'll um, watch it. I'll the other thing it. that we talked about everything else. So I do want to talk about the smiley face okay. and its importance. And uh, Audie mentioned while we we're watching the episode or at the end, and I told her to stop talking. Who could talk about it now? Is the mask also had the interesting thing where the mask of the poison sprayer person under his gas mask, he had a smiley face mask, and the nose looked like it had been ripped off. Yes. Like yeah. Um, I, I'm not exactly That's like what sure. The, the symbol is on the. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it looks face, like it's a bloody big, nose. Like yeah. its nose, it's ble- is bleeding. But the mask had like 
Yeah, it looked like right. it had a nose that had been torn off. Which I guess yes. kind of somehow relate. I mean, in a very vague, I'm stretching for it kind of way, it relates to the clowns, which have the red nose. See, at first I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if it's red, you know, because a clown nose. But then I was like, no, wait, it's dripping. Well, I mean, it could be dripping because if they do it, I mean, I understand that mostly they do it with blood. Yeah. But, like, on the outside of the house or when it's not a murder, I, I'm sure they do it with spray paint. Yeah. And so if they just spray something and then in the middle they just spray, 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 it would have that effect of that yeah. dripping. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of elements Murdering moving right now. techniques. How we just spray <laughs> the murder? moving? Yeah, I mean, things are moving. I just... I mean, we're confused, so something. I'm moving. very confused. And we're also stuck at we're three getting, locations, we're too. We're getting yeah. some good... We're getting some good jump scares in. Um, I, I think it's a little bit thrilling, but we're starting to expect the random clowns showing up in the house bit, so... Yeah. They can't do um, that again. I have to. They can, though. Absolutely, they can. I have to. Uh, I have to commend Billy for his awesome acting. acting. Yeah. Billy Agner. This episode, I really he had it in him. I mean, I so now I want to see him in a just series. To kind of, what do we think is go- like? Do we have like predictions? Well, like okay, that? I was going to say that. You know, Ali, uh, Ivy, and Oz are going to be in a separate. Where are they going to stay? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're leaving. They're leaving. The, so that's they already okay. separated Ali and Ivy. Yeah. So now Ali's alone. What Ali's is she completely do? alone. Winter's going to be gone. Maybe. Maybe she could not no, be. Winter will probably coming. come back. Yeah, winter's coming. Winter's coming. Back. Someone's back. In the, in the tub. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. No, uh, maybe not in the tub, but she's definitely coming back you think to the she'll house. Be, she'll be Allie's caretaker. I think that she's not. If if we're going with Allie, if this is all the mind fuck Allie. I don't think they're done, and I think she's in the best position to fuck with Allie's mind because yeah, Allie will grab onto anything right now. We didn't That's even true. talk about the fact that Harrison and the detective are stepping. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I need like, more development out that? of that. Like it was just so random and out of yeah. nowhere. And I don't know what the the detective's deal is yeah, yet. Yeah, that me either. Uh, there's some. He's there's something. Weird. Yeah, there is definitely something more there. They recognize that detective from the TV. Clearly, they yeah. haven't seen him before. Mm-hmm. No, he's the detective that discovered the dead bodies of the house they're living in currently. Yeah. Oh, and then we got what's her name? Uh, the Adina Porter. Adina Porter. Yep. Which looked like she was gonna become more than just a newscaster sure. in the preview. Yeah. Like she looked like she's Another gonna. Another victim. Well, she, she, she was, was poking a hole in a tire. Yeah, oh. maybe creating her own news story. That, that or like you know, like slowing somebody down so she can interview her. I don't know, Something, you know, like yeah. catch. And Emma Roberts was in the preview too. Oh, oh was yeah? she? Is that yeah. who that was? With okay. the Chihuahua, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm so ready for Emma Roberts I'm, to come I'm back. So, I love her. There's so many more questions. We're it, it, we have which, a lot more questions and answers. But in this to be one. fair, it's only episode three. three, and we don't know the plot yet. No, yeah, we I, do not. I, no, I don't no. understand. I don't know what the main conflict is, other than like political tension. Yeah, well, I just think it's also really problematic as to why do we care? Right. Yeah. You know, we we didn't have. I don't any really care about Ali. Seeing, seeing what a wonderful person Ivy is. Or, Allie yeah, is, I don't care. And you know, right. you know how wonderful her. their their relationship is, and other the perfect lesbian mothers. I don't even uh, give a crap about Ozzy. That kid's no, weird. I don't even. Not even that it's creepy. It's just a little shit. Like, well, I why mean, are you going into houses that don't belong to you? He's literally like why. They're not great mothers. They're the well, worst mothers ever. I mean, they maybe they just they raise they raise. They're having a, a rough time, I guess. Well, yeah, and they, uh, excuse me, we don't like cisgender names for our pets. Okay, rest in peace, Mister. 
No, but they, they have rules for that, even though they have Love you. No I'll be editing policy. my own video in honor of Mr. Guinea. So if yeah. you want to see that video, go to our YouTube channel. I will remember. There will be Sarah McLaughlin. There will be candles. It'll be beautiful. All right, so that pretty much wraps up our time. If yeah. you like this blubbering <laughs> podcast, take two. Uh, go, <laughs> take two. Go ahead better. and go ahead and thank our friends at the Horror Returns at uh, Podbean.com. Leave them a rating. Leave us a comment. Tell us how we're doing. If you like this, if you like us and our banter, come join us at our YouTube channel. That's Zach Baxter uh, on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, it's also joining us on Facebook because that's where we will be live. We'll be live streaming next Tuesday. Yes, YouTube has been uh, not so nice to us this week and we moved the party to Facebook. Uh, so that's all I have to say. Yeah, I think cool. uh, I think we got everything that we need. Thank you, Horror Podcast. And well, let's raise our glass. Yeah, raising our glass. We are the Knights of the Drunk Watch. And, and now, now our talk has ended. Finally. Oh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. See you next Tuesday. Correctly. C-U-N-T. All right, cool. You guys ready to get on to some featured stuff? Yes, sir. All sure. right, well, we'll start uh, with our first featured attraction. It's Spy-Fi Week here with uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle, the James Bond classic Goldfinger, and of course Goldfinger. We, <laughs> we would be remiss if we didn't cover... <laughs> Gold member. Oh, that was a bad one. I'm sorry. I'll I'll get him some more. Don't worry. All right. Let's start with uh. Let's start in 1964. The year was 1964, and uh, Goldfinger, which is the third film in the James Bond franchise, director Guy Hamilton, and he's uh does a lot of Bond stuff because he's also known for Diamonds Are Forever and Live and Let Die. Mm-hmm. Writers were Richard Mybaum and Paul Den. Uh, getting into trivia, when Shirley Bassey recorded the theme song, uh, she was singing as the opening credits were running on the screen in front of her so that she could match the vocals to what was going on the screen. Hmm. When she hit, when she hit her final high note, the titles kept running, and she was forced to hold the note until she almost passed out. That's good trivia. Good job. <laughs> um, one other thing, the movie was the fastest grossing picture in film history when it was released and was entered into the Guinness Book of World Records. So a lot of people saw Goldfinger in the day. Um, so, yeah, Goldfinger 1964. I'll get started on this one. I'm the elder statesman. First, okay. can, we, can, we, um, can we talk about his romper in the movie? Well, yeah. Because I, yeah, feel like, like, I feel like that's a good piece of trivia, too. <laughs> like, that's the new fashion trend, right? The romp him. Have you seen it? I heard okay. something about that. He, what is that all about? He, James Bond started that, and his he was didn't even fall out. He was ahead of his time. Yeah, <laughs> and that was in '64, man. Yeah. All right, here's my whole. Here, here, all right, here's my whole review. Okay. Of Gold, Goldfinger. Here's all you need to know. James James Bond is the ultimate fucking pimp. Yeah. When you can get a hot lesbian to turn and have sex with you at the end, and then you you you, you tell her. No, this isn't time for rescue. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. <laughs> I wish I could pull that one off. Well, what do you think, Brian? You know, that, I, I got that right in my notes. I wrote, James Bond is one cold son of a bitch. Because when you... <laughs> 
in the in the very first uh, few minutes of the movie, when you use another female as a shield, when someone's sneaking up on you, yeah, right? you're you're a cold son of a bitch right there. <laughs> That's true. Um, the man but, does what he needs to do. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is so many James Bond iconic moments in this. Of course, right. you know you got the the main Bond girl, Pussy Galore. Sure. You know, oh, that that is got, we got to get t-shirts made. Pussy Galore's Flying Circus. Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the side of the plane. <laughs> and of course, you know, you got um well, I forgot what the what the chick's name in the movie was. The one that got painted gold. The one that got painted gold. Yeah. And the, the urban urban legend was that she died or something like that from that she literally yeah, I, died you, in real life. You know, oh, I did yeah, hear I that. I actress. did hear that. Yeah, Shirley Eaton is the actress. That's not yeah, a real and, thing though, huh? No, I don't think so. They didn't, painted didn't, didn't her Yuhu uh, gold. Yeah, did, <laughs> <laughs> didn't she continue to do movies after this one? Yeah, I believe so. So would have been kind of hard to do that from the grave, well, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. That's uh, guess she's not dead. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was. Uh, no, I mean this. James Bond, the old James Bond, is definitely misogyny 101. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt. It was the 60s, man. What are you, you going to um, do? I know. Use that as an excuse. Kind of like a couple of the Star Trek episodes that were that way. but And and we got the first appearance of the Aston Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice the first, car, man. First appearance of a lot of things in Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the first time he really used a lot of gadgets, huh? Oh, yeah. He, he had gadgets to spare in this one, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And but then, you... Yeah, Go ahead. Ryan, go ahead. I was going to say, I just realized watching this movie, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Yeah. So rewatching it, I, James Bond can do a lot of things, but he cannot defuse a bomb. <laughs> no, he couldn't. No, because he was, that. oh, this this part's moving. Let me just try to put my hand on it and stop it from moving. That'll defuse it. Right. And it was, <laughs> it was a lot of weird stuff going on. Some of the fight <laughs> scenes were a little hokey. Yeah. Because he would. Oh, <laughs> well, just just that first fight scene when he used the 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 chick as a shield, there there was a moment where he had like grabbed his leg and not sure what he wanted to do with the guy's leg and just continued to hold on to it. And it was it was I, I really I really liked this movie, but there was a lot of like weird moments, especially with the fight choreography. Pretty pretty awkward, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got some cheese. <laughs> but hey, it, it was man. the highest grossing movie well, when it came out. Yeah, so. and I feel like this is this is the iconic James Bond movie though. This is the one oh, yeah. that sure that sort of started that whole gadget rich it's the reason Sci-fi. it's the reason Kingsman yeah. exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh I, it, it was fun, but it was definitely hokey and cheesy and mm-hmm. I, it's also, the reason that Sean Connery is a fucking legend. <laughs> so, can't go wrong there, man. It's got a lot of really iconic stuff. Odd job, but it's throwing that throwing of the hat mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff, man. Let it, me, was, it was great. Let me ask you guys this: how how do you how easy do you think it would have been for Pussy Galore's Flying Circus to pull that gassing off after nine eleven? <laughs> also true. <laughs> I don't think they'd have got that on the plane. <laughs> that was yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> a little plane flying right over all the military and knocking them all out with poison or with uh with yeah. gas to put them to sleep. Give me a fucking break, man. There no flies Even on. back then, they had to have some security. Yeah. Hell, we wouldn't be a country right now if we'd been that lax. Somebody could just fly in and gas you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How cheesy, man. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and let me say something. I, I know Goldfinger is kind of like an iconic James Bond villain. 
but I didn't understand anything he was doing. Like, why did he keep James Bond alive? He's kind of retarded, <laughs> huh? He was and like then, the old, it was like the old Batman show where they would they would they would set some kind of a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> yeah, it's and like Robin, and they just leave and say, "Happy dying, right. boys! I gotta yeah, go." It's, it's like you leave him alive and then you bring him with you to Fort Knox. But he's got to like, explain what? his evil plan first. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but this he movie did. is the reason all that shit exists. <laughs> yeah, he did have that line though. The uh, do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. That was great with, yeah. with the with Super the laser line. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then know, the how many, laser. How yeah, many how many times has that been copied? Yeah, like a million times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's iconic, man. But yeah, it's it's a little hokey. <laughs> Would, would we recommend it? I mean, we'll get into ratings in a bit, but I mean, yeah, I'd, I think I'd, so. I'd watch all the James Bond movies. For yeah, sure. dude, it was, yeah. It, it was, it's definitely dated when you watch it, but right. it's not like, it's not boring at all. Yeah. yeah right. when, for me, when it comes to James, I don't know when it comes to James Bond, I like all of them. I even like the, the Timothy, Timothy Dalton ones. Those were actually yeah. like the first ones I watched as a kid. And then my dad told me, no, no they're better James Bond movies. And that's how I got introduced. So. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're all fun, you know, especially with all the gadgets and cars. And what was the one with uh, the chick from Wild Things, where she played like a scientist, Denise Richards? Oh, oh. When, <laughs> do- when she was like, like Doctor Christmas or something, yeah. <laughs> like a super genius. <laughs> because yeah. I know Christmas only comes once a year. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh. oh my gosh, that was. Oh, uh... <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, it was it was a Dalton one, wasn't it? No, it was a it was. Uh, uh, it was uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, okay. I see. I'm way off. See, I, I think we need to rewatch them all. Yeah, that was the one. I, I don't know the name, but it was, it was one his with the second one. It was with yeah. the villain that he felt no pain. He had some kind of condition where he didn't feel any pain or something. Right. Okay. Yeah, it was it was the second one. I can't the remember. The Living Daylights, maybe. Mm, I think I have I can't no idea remember what the name it was. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I just can't. Uh, I, I'm I'm frantically typing in the keys here. To okay, li- need to try to remember which the one. The Living was. Daylights was Timothy uh, Timothy Dalton. Ah, okay. So we're not looking for Dalton. Who are we looking for? Pierce Brosnan. Okay, I'm, I'm all over the place. Oh, Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Sorry about this. The world is not enough. The world is not enough. That's okay, the one. Brian got it. We got it. Fast fingers. Dr. Christmas Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I just saw something I fucking wish I could unsee as we were looking up here. Mama Mia, here we go again. (laughs) They're filming. Oh, no. Is this for real or is this an urban legend? I don't know. It's on IMDb. I didn't see the first one. You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. (laughs) Holy shit, dude. Plot unknown. Sequel to the 2008 musical comedy Mamma Mia. Oh, no. Does it need a plot? Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> How about scores for Goldfinger? <laughs> uh, Lance, you right. went I'll, first. Now he's, uh, he's, he's depressed now. Right. We gotta I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give Goldfinger, I'll give Goldfinger <laughs> a six. Ouch. No, that's not ouch that's at all, dude. Ouch for a fucking six is great, dude. Okay. No. All right, all right, it's all right. fucking cheesy as hell, man. It is cheesy. I mean, to be honest with you, man, let's you, you can't look at a at a movie like this and say it's a masterpiece. I mean it was a it was a big popular populist movie at the time, but uh-huh. I wouldn't go back and rewatch it a lot. I mean it's fun, but it's not anything groundbreaking to me. 
Okay. That's just my opinion. Six is very good, man. Okay. It means it's six times good and four times bad. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. That's pretty fucking that good. How it works? Any way you look at it. <laughs> Who's next? Um, I'll go. Um, uh, I'm, oh, I'm going to go a little bit higher than you. Assholes, man. Seven. Christ. I'm going to go seven. Seven? Seven? That's not that it's much. Seven time. times uh, good, so three times bad. Give it a ten. Seven times good, three times bad. I'm going to give it an eight. <laughs> I think right, that's nice. I think that this is the iconic Bond film. Um, if, you, if you're going to pick one to watch... Even though I think License to Kill is my favorite just because childhood stuff, this uh, this one is probably the most iconic. And you get the most um, iconic scenes out of it, to reuse that word for the tenth time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, as soon as you watch it, you see a scene and you go, oh, man, I've seen that a thousand other times somewhere else. Well, this was the first one to do it. So I do think it was a little bit groundbreaking. It's it's hokey and cheesy, but it was fun, man, and it it's uh it's it's definitely iconic. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's super groundbreaking. Everything you say is true, man. We're I'm you know mm. I'm just rating it based on my enjoyment of the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a chick named Pussy Galore in it. Right, that adds a point right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yep. So, in other words, I think we all three recommend that every listener check out Goldfinger, as well as every other James Bond movie. Yeah, dude. Yes. You've never you seen know? this one, definitely. Um, all right. So, next movie, we're going to go a little bit off the rails here. Uh, Goldmember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, director. Psycho. What's right, that? <laughs> That's a song or what? Yeah. It's been playing in my head all day. Was it like a super disco it's song gold, or what? It's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's solid gold, baby. Dude, that sounds like uh, Superfly or something. I know, man. right? Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Fucking Speaking America's got talent. I'm on my way. Shit, she's got. <laughs> she's got more than talent, brother. Yeah, for all you people who tell me that Beyonce is not that hot, go watch it. <laughs> you know what? That's my review. I fell in love with Beyonce watching I this. Tell you. Uh, director Jay Roach, also known for Meet the Parents, as well as the other Austin Powers and Meet the Fockers. Okay. So he's got a good, pretty good body of work. That uh, does comedy well. Uh, main writer, there are a couple, of, a couple of writers, but the main writer was Mike Myers. And he, everybody knows, I think, did a lot of writing while he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Um, speaking of uh, Goldfinger, Sir Sean Connery was considered to play Nigel Powers. Well, I um, imagine that, he was the first choice. That would have been awesome. I wonder yeah. if he turned it down. Probably. Um, when Godzilla is going around after the two guys go run it's Godzilla (laughs) you can see Charmander and Pikachu in the background did you notice that? no but I did notice that um, one of the guys that said that the one who was narrating it and said but due to international copyright laws it's not (laughs) was uh, the dude from Heroes oh yeah yeah. okay cool Um, the actor portraying the doctor giving physical exams on the submarine is the same that played the guard giving Austin his belongings and his penis enlarger pump in the first movie. <laughs> so wow. that's why they call it trivia. There you go. Because it doesn't really <laughs> add up to much. But, Philip, I know you've been dying, dude. Go first. This is, uh... Alright, I'm going to set the stage here. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's dumb, but it's fucking hilarious i've seen it literally a thousand times every single line in this movie is so quotable it's dumb mm-hmm. a schmuck and a pancake 
<laughs> I like gold. You <laughs> smell of it. The taste of it. it. The texture. <laughs> I could just I could just do gold member impressions all night and and I'd be happy with that. It would be a great show, right? <laughs> we could close it out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's definitely dumb, but it's comedy done right, man. I don't know sure. that they could get away with it, um, like in today. Uh, but that's to be said about a lot of comedy because you know people get hurt, butt hurt about dumb things. Hey, did you guys uh, to go not off topic at all, but just say something different? Did you guys hear the quote this week from uh, Mel Brooks? Mm. The Mel Brooks that did History of the World Part One, Spaceballs, um, uh-huh. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, I mean, fantastic comedy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, about twenty years ago, he just stopped doing it. Mm. Didn't do anything since then. Uh, his son wrote the zombie books. Um, yeah, the ones that uh, Brian helped me out here. Uh, zombie Survival Guide. Yeah. Uh, World War Z, right? Yep. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. No, Mac, man, he, Max Brooks. Max, Max Brooks. Brooks. Really? Yep. Anyway, Mel Brooks had a quote I read this week where he's, he basically said, you know, I got out of comedy because comedy's not comedy anymore. He's like, uh, political correctness has killed oh, comedy. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely killed comedy. Uh, yeah, you Blazing Saddles? Dude, you couldn't get away with 75% at least of that, of that movie right now. But People it's be butthurt about something. Hilarious, isn't it? It is hilarious. <laughs> the Dutch could be offended by this movie. That's right. There's two people I can't stand. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, I am from Holland. Isn't that weird? Oh, I love this movie. Yeah, you know what? There's like so much stupid shit in this movie but it's funny stupid shit like sometimes right. I'm like I shouldn't be laughing but it's like prepar- preparation H feels good on the whole like <laughs> that whole that whole right. thing right there was funny and then you know you get you get in this this is the third movie so you get uh evil Scotty yeah mm-hmm. sure and the <laughs> more the more the more evil he's getting the balder he's getting and uh <laughs> You know what? I, I I will say I I didn't like Beyonce in this. No, this is a little too much for me. Just uh, this is on, when Beyonce. Dude. This is when Beyonce this became was her breakout role. Well, yeah, it's when she became Beyonce. This is when she mm-hmm. got that whole seventies girl power attitude that she's. Yeah, doing. that was my snap. And I mean, I, I know what she is. In case yeah. you guys can't see it. Uh, we heard it, <laughs> but you know there was a lot of other little things. You know, I like I like how they're an evil talent agency now, and oh yeah, oh no, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they even got Leo. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this this movie is funny. You know, I, I like I like Mike Myers. I wish he would come back. You know, I know mm-hmm. the what was it? The Love Guru really really oh, hurt his man, career. Tank, yeah, yeah it's horrible. Well, I think even if they did another one of these right now, it would tank too, and it'd be kind of dumb. I don't know, yeah. man. They're supposed to be doing one. But given the time period when they did it, I just I, I, like I think they pulled it off perfectly, man. It's right. sat- satire at its best. Mm-hmm. That's great. And yeah, I love I agree, that. But uh, I, I, I love that whole opening scene. Oh the, yeah, the Tom Cruise is uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey and Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Danny DeVito until he showed up. Right. And uh, uh, what was it? Uh, John Travolta as Goldmember. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am from Holland. 
But yeah, um, this movie's great. You know, there's a lot of funny, funny moments. The fountain scene yeah. was funny. Uh, yeah, we were talking about that earlier where he was eating the asparagus and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fat bastard. That's like something. Once who would have thought to great. put that in there? I know. Okay, he uses a fountain to, you know, to. He hides behind the fountain, pretends like he's pissing or whatever. <laughs> so uh, that, that's that, that's enough, right, to be funny. And then you throw in the asparagus gag, and it's like, yeah. Mike Myers was he was at the top of his game when he did this movie. For yeah, sure. they 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 overkilled that gag, and it was still funny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything. Any it, he didn't lose any of the humor. Like that, that's the funny thing about it is that so many movies today that are comedies. Like, I saw Hall Pass the other night. Mm. And it's like the first two-thirds of the movie were hilarious. And yeah. then it just fucking falls on its ass. And Because it tries to give you movies. some sort of real fucking story at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is just fucking slapstick for the for the sake yeah. of being slapstick, you know? It's This This and Jay and Silent Bob belong uh, in the same category to me. Uh, Jay and Silent mm-hmm. Bob Strike Back, that last movie. Sure. Because they're... Uh, I know it's one of the dumber most produced movies that he's done but uh those two movies are probably some of my favorites of all time man i can watch them over and over and over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you were and you were talking about uh fook you is that the, name uh, of the character's name fook you <laughs> so that's the chikari ananaba that's one of the judges from dancing with the stars now is it She's her like super popular now yeah oh my god they're different people yeah that's uh i thought it was just the same person and okay Okay, so Carrie Ann and Abba was Fook You. Fook Me was yeah, yeah, too, <laughs> Diane <right>? Mazota. <laughs> Twins, Basil. <laughs> Pull out the list. Like. Threesome with Japanese like twins. Cross it off. Yep. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> wow, man. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great comedy, huh? <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about uh, Michael Caine. Oh, I thought he was great. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. yeah, I haven't even got a name badge. <laughs> just fall down. Yeah, he, dri- accent, by the way. He, he drives a mini because it's not the size of your package. It's how you use it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll tell you what. He's um, they, may, they may have considered uh, Sean Connery, but I don't know if he would have done as well, quite frankly. Oh, I love Michael Green in this movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he might have. The comedy might not have worked because he's a little bit too serious of a. I want to. I don't want to say serious of an actor, but serious as a person. So I don't yeah. think comedy would have really. A little too hit. intense, maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we'll do scores on this one. I'm going to give it a ten because I'm insane <laughs> and I love this movie. I'm telling you, masterpiece, man. huh? Look, I, it's 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 a dumb comedy, but I could watch this movie right. a thousand times in a row and not get bored of it. And you have. Yep. You said it yourself, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, Brian? Um, I'm going to go eight because yeah, uh, I think really this movie not. is very rewatchable. And like you guys said, this was at the height of, you know, I, and I'm a fan of Mike Myers from Saturday Night Live sure. and Wayne's mm-hmm. World and all that. So this was this was when he was at his funniest. So I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, agreed. I'm, I'm also going to give it an eight. I uh, I could I consider this one of the one of the better actually better I, I, than I expected. Here's what I'll do: I'll take the trilogy, uh-huh. Austin Powers, uh, the the spy who shagged me, and Goldmember, uh-huh. and I'll say that it's probably the best comedy, the best three comedies of all time that have actually all three of them have been funny and spot on. That's true. 
Because a lot is, of the time you'll get a couple of them are funny, and then the third one tanks, or the middle one sucks, but then the third one's back. See, and that's weird, and because this is, this is my favorite one out of the series. Right. Yeah. So you, they got better and better for you. I, yeah. I, I think the second one was my favorite. Yeah. But I, I would say this is a close second after that, for sure. All right, so we're recommending this one big time, huh? Definitely. It kind of seems like... Watch Goldmember instead of Goldfinger. Uh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that, dude. I'd watch both of them, man. <laughs> well, based, on our, based off our scores. Although, yeah, there's there's a lot of Goldfinger we references above. in this. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course. Can I paint this you who gold? <laughs> right? <laughs> kind of insane dude, huh? Yeah. But every, no. And uh, everybody look out for Mike Myers' comeback. He's going to be in that Bohemian Rhapsody movie. No, he's not. Well, what is Bohemian Rhapsody? Cool. It's the the movie about uh, Freddie Mercury. What? With the the one dude's playing Freddie Mercury um, from uh, Mr. Robot. I have. I wait a minute. That does sound kind of familiar now that you mention it. You're. Oh, okay, cool. So Mike Myers, who's who's he going to play? I'm not like sure. Brian May or one of the other band members, or do you know? Uh, let me see. It doesn't say. It just says. Huh. Okay. It just says also featuring uh, Mike Myers, huh? Yep. Huh. Well, I mean, it probably won't be bad. That, that guy, that kid does kind of look like for, uh, young Freddie Mercury a little bit. Oh, you, you should, uh, if you get a chance, you should Google. Uh, they released a picture, Entertainment Weekly. Right. Did. He looks just like him. Spot on, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'd. I do now that you mention. I, I kind of remember hearing about it, so it'd probably be a pretty good biopic, man. Yeah, and I'm 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 I want to see him make a comeback. You know, I haven't right really except Who, Freddie for Mercury. No, uh, well, he's not coming back anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, Mike Myers, right? Because yeah. the only thing I remember he was in, he was in Inglorious Bastards for like a couple scenes. Yeah, and it, it wasn't very good in it, from what I remember. He was in that movie. Uh, about the the stewardesses, where he was like training the stewardesses or whatever, mm. it is fucking horrible too, man. <laughs> Trust me, I can't even remember the name. I was gonna say Up in the Air, but that was actually a pretty decent George Clooney Anna Kendrick movie. Fuck, dude, I can't remember what it was called. It was it was it was shite. Terminal. <laughs> uh, something like that. Hey, see, I, even saying it, I don't remember it, man. Um, but yeah, as Fat Bastard would say, it was bloody shite. If it's not Scottish, it's shite. Okay, I'm crossing. I think I crossed over into So I Married an Axe Murderer there, but we'll move on. Um, you ready to talk about Kingsman, Brian? Yep. All right, and this one's going to be me and you, man, because uh, Philip, uh, for once, I'm not the only asshole that missed a movie. Philip, uh, Philip actually didn't get a chance to see this one, so we're talking Kingsman the Golden Circle uh director was Matthew Vaughn uh, and I like him a lot man what do you what do you think Brian yeah I really wish he would have even though I like Days of Future Past I really wish mm-hmm. he had stuck with the X-Men franchise yeah pro- probably would have been better man um yeah. but he yeah X-Men First Class is actually my favorite of all the X-Men movies yeah mine too um and then of course who doesn't love Kick-Ass yeah. Um, writers were Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn, and those two work together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's a British writer. Um, the film's cast includes, now this is pretty crazy, man, it includes five Oscar, not nominees, but Oscar winners. So you've got, uh, of course, Julianne Moore, uh, Halle Berry, 
Jeff Bridges, Colin Firth, and uh, of course Sir Elton John, who won a uh, I guess a musical Oscar. Yeah. Uh, probably The Lion King. I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah. What the hell did Halle Berry win That's an Oscar for? Um, sh- uh, uh, Monsters Ball. With, uh, yeah, with, uh, what's his name? Where he was fucking yeah, yeah, her, yeah, and yeah. you okay. know, the guy that died, he was the Joker. All Heath right. Ledger. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a shitty movie, though. I thought. Did you? Did you guys like it? Mm, I think like boring as hell to me. It was okay, but I don't. I don't know. I did. Now that you're talking about, I would have to rewatch it to even. I don't know. I don't know if she deserved to win an Oscar. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, she's she, she's a good actress. I mean, she's she's had some good roles. She's had some pretty crappy roles, like that kidnap that we saw last year. Well, I feel like it took like seven years to get released. She's stuck in that <laughs> fucking role right now. She like yeah, after that nine one one plays operator. the same goddamn thing every time. Yeah. I will say this though. She still looks pretty damn young and pretty Hell yeah. damn good. For being... She's 50-something, huh? <laughs> I don't know, but she looks and like she, 24 uh, in yeah, this movie. She still looks bad. You know? Um, and th- you know what? I picked this as trivia, but after having seen the movie now, it's so fucking obvious. All the statesmen are named after alcoholic beverages. Oh. Did you catch that, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you, that didn't go over your head? No. Uh, even she's not named after... Holly Berry's not named after but she's alcoholic beverages. statesman. Is that is that how it is? <laughs> All okay. Right. Let's let's, oh, ho- let's not Holly, get too far off the rails. Holly Berry is fifty one. Okay. Yeah. Still, still rocking it. Oh, so she? I thought she was older than that for some reason. Even yeah. But anyway, sign me up. Like I said, she looks twenty four. But this is the second film of two thousand seventeen to feature to feature. John Denver's song, Country Road, Take Me Home. <laughs> the other film to feature the song is Logan Lucky, which coincidentally also stars who, Brian? Channing Tatum. Is that Channing Tatum or Tanning Chatum? I never can get that story. Uh, you ask Danny McBride, it's uh, Tanning Chate Yum. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Brian, you want to you wanna go first, man? Yeah, because I just literally got out of the theater right before we started recording. Um, I really had a lot of fun with this movie. I didn't love it. I wanted to love it because that first one, I loved it because it was so unexpected. Right. Yeah, first one was um, amazing. Uh, I thought the, oh, what is his name? Uh, the lead actor that plays uh, Eggsy. Eggsy. I uh the anyways the the main the main guy uh he he can be i think he can be a star yeah terry Egerton. yeah that guy and um i really enjoyed him in it i enjoyed all the spy shit in it um i think julianne moore was underused in this movie right as a villain and you know there was uh the action was there but there was there was a the, there was a lull there in the middle it just kind of got a little slow like they were trying to get into the story and introduce the statesmen mm-hmm. and their whole thing. And it, it just got a little, a little slow there and I wanted it to pick back up. Maybe and, too many um, players. Yeah. Um, another pl- person though I thought was underused was, a. Uh, I'm about to say his name wrong. Cause we didn't set his name three different ways. Uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yum. That's his name. <laughs> um, I thought I was going to hate him in this because I don't hate him as an actor. Right. I think but, he's a good comedy actor. <laughs> I actually really yeah, like I him. Think I, I think what, he's not the best 
serious actor. What what opinion. what I don't like is how he, they put him in every different kind of role there is. I mean, he's been a gangster, he's been a cop, he's right. been a, a Roman soldier. I'm like, he can't. He's not all these things. So stop. <laughs> and but I really enjoyed him in this for yeah, the, I did the too. for the five minutes he was in the movie. Yeah, he was probably. Hey, spoiler alert! Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my, no, he's probably my favorite part of the movie. Actually, my favorite part from the preview is when he's like, "Oh, it's awfully American," and he's like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but overall, I, I I had a lot of fun. Um, but I didn't I didn't like it as much as I did the first one, and okay. that kind of that bummed me out a little bit. I I, sure. I thought just from the trailers, like they were we were going to get something more than the first one and it just fell a little short for me. Okay. I think we're going to be in, in lockstep agreement on this one then, because uh, I'm going to say I, I loved the first Kingsman. Yeah. Just as much as I loved uh, kick ass and X-Men first class. I liked Kingsman, the golden circle is what I'm going to say. And you said there were probably too many people in it. You think Brian, like yeah, too many chefs or whatever. Uh, yeah, not so. I didn't get that so much. I mean, they they could have. I, I always I love a good ensemble cast. I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for that. You know, movies where you go and follow different characters and their storyline and stuff like that. I'm really into that. Um, and I thought Channing Tatum was hilarious. I mean, I I really in, enjoyed his uh, his part in here. Um, for me, this movie was way too cartoonish, uh, way too outlandish. Um, it relied. It, it relied too much on comedy. I think if it was going to just redo and just completely do a a, a gold member uh, or like an Austin Powers, it should have just been fucking Austin Powers instead of Kingsman. You know, um, they should have just brought Mike Myers in and made it Austin Powers four or something. Uh, I, that's what I liked about the first one is it had a good balance. Yeah, between the action and the comedy. There were a couple of good action scenes. I mean, okay, we can say this, I think, without spoilers, Brian, about the car chase because it's yeah. so early. I mean, that that's an awesome scene. Mm-hmm. That was a Absolutely. really cool fucking scene. I thought, this is going to be a really good movie. Right, I actually did see that part. Uh, you know what? It it was all downhill from there, for uh, me, anyway. That was know? an awesome scene. Yeah, and they had some, I, I'm not going to lie, they had some, I had some big laughs in this movie. There was oh, a particular absolutely. scene with an old folks home that just made me, you know, almost shit my pants <laughs> laughing, Brian. I know exactly what you're talking about. But, you know, I mean, it's, eh, you know, meh. <laughs> Not too bad. I mean, you know, definitely a lot more a lot more good than bad, but uh, it definitely ain't no, it, it ain't no Kingsman the Secret Service. But how many goods no. and bads does it have? That's the question. Well, Brian, what's your score, man? <laughs> um... I'm going to give it a soft seven. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, like <laughs> I said, I, I, good, I really, I had fun with it. It just. Yeah. Oh, it's watchable for sure. Yeah. It, it just, it kind of, it slowed down. I wanted more action. I, I think you're right, Lance. I think they focus too much on the comedy and they should have just, I don't know. I just wanted like balls to the wall, just action. Mm-hmm. And it just, I, I didn't get it. I think they, they were trying to, they were trying to tell the story and they introduced a lot of new characters, and and it just kind of just fell a little short for me. So I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah, I had no problem with the new characters. I thought that was a pretty cool twist. I thought it was a little, some things wrapped up a little too neatly. I think a lot of things were telegraphed that we'll get into in spoilers that 
you know, <laughs> of course this is going to be the case. Of course this is about to happen. Of course he was right about his, his intuition, blah, 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 blah. You know, bullshit you see over and over. Um, but, I mean, it was highly watchable. It was a fun movie. Had some great laughs, you know. And, shit, let's face facts. facts. The action scenes that were there were good. There was way too much CGI for me. Way too much. To the point where looking at certain scenes of where the bad guy was, where it was like literally looking at a video game. Mm. You know? But, yeah, overall I give it a six. Not bad. Six parts good yeah. and four parts bad. Six parts good, yep. four parts bad. I didn't see <laughs> this movie, so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and review Goldmember again. So I, uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think Mike Myers is a genius, and that movie was great. I give it a ten. Uh, oh, it would have been awesome if he just popped up in this movie. I know. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> You're trying to say that, that uh, Mike Myers' comedy is solid gold, huh? Solid gold. <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead. All right, cool. You ready for spoilers? Yep. It's gold, it's gold. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's <laughs> it's not my head again. Music, I know. <laughs> that ain't the spoiler alert. No, dude. this is the spoiler alert music. Ready? This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, Brian, what you got? Okay, I'm just going to touch on a couple of things that just kind of... I didn't like. I thought Ju. I like Julianne Moore as the villain in this. I like her as a villain because I fucking hate her as a right? mistress. Right? There's something <laughs> about her. She she's she's got a very um, I don't know, bitchy sort of feel to her. Cunty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this <laughs> is a horror a, podcast. That's it. And horror a movies tend word. to be R-rated. It's not okay. her so much <laughs> as the other one. Uh, I'll think of her name. Ah, uh, someone who's kind of like her a little yes. bit. Red hair too. Older. Um, Dame Judy Dench. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> I'm just grasping. At I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> no, um, no, Miss Judy, if you're listening. From uh, from Bull, was she in Bull Durham? Not Julianne. Oh no, no. Susan Sarandon. I hate Susan Sarandon. Dude, she's smoking <laughs> hot, man. Oh, no, she's not. Are you serious? This is me off. Fuck you, asshole. No. she's gorgeous, dude. I, I like. She's I like great Julianne. in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you're yeah, right. It was kind of downhill from there, yeah. but. I don't have a problem with her at all. I, I like I, I like, hate Julianne I like Julianne more. more better than I like Susan Sarandon. Oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch, Philip, you're killing uh, me. God damn, and it is what it is. <laughs> oh man, oh man, you're about to hip, see my head do what what, those, what, what everybody's brains did in the first uh, Kingsman movie here. She's got like five goods and five bads. We'll go with that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I liked her as a villain. I like her whole, uh, setup with the, what was it, Poppy Land? Yeah. How everything was like a throwback I to like the like 60s. That. I didn't like that. I thought that was I, dumb. And I thought the way that she killed that, had that guy, ki- the fucking meat grinder was just, just fucking way too stupid. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't like it because it, if you're gonna throw someone in a meat grinder, it, it, mm-hmm. it there was no blood. Yeah, it was gonna look like fucking hamburger meat, <laughs> literally coming out of the other side. Yeah, because when y'all were talking, imagine about, I'm gonna say when y'all were talking about throwing somebody in the meat grinder, I was like, yeah, how can I that be thought, bad? I actually thought that, <laughs> that might be kind of cool with blood going everywhere and shit, but no, like fucking it, Fargo, <laughs> dude. It looked just basically they they it showed the guy's leg sticking up out of the top of it, uh-huh. and then like hamburger meat coming out. Uh, the end. Yeah. Meat, nice. Already bled, 
like you get in a slaughterhouse, hamburger meat. Mm. Yeah. It's Creative stupid. way to die. Horrible. Horrible yeah. scene, dude. That turned me off so much. I almost, when I saw that scene, Brian, I was saying, uh-huh. you know what? This movie's going to be like a three or a four. Ouch. But they saved it later. I love the car chase at the beginning. When yeah. they get to Poppy Land, they totally fucking lost me. But once they kind of got into some other stuff later in the movie, I kind of picked it up. Like the, I was talking about earlier about the guy that shit his pants in the in the old folks. Oh movie. yeah. <laughs> was there a gang that bang? was pretty fucking uh-huh. hilarious. Uh-huh. Tell tell them about the scene, Brian. Okay, it's um you you see it in the trailer where the 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 ski cart car or whatever was falling. And yeah, it's about to slide the, into a, like a... Above the air? Yeah. You know, to take the skiers... Yeah. Okay, ski yeah, 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 yeah. Ski lift. There you go. Yeah, that's what it's called. And it's it's about to slide into like, I guess it's an old folks retirement vacation place. I don't I don't know exactly right. what it is. In the Alps and it, or wherever it was or uh, Spanish mountains course, or wherever the hell it was. Yeah, of course, it, it stopped short of... It stopped short of hitting them. And what did, what did the guy say, the old... He said, that's the best shit I've had in months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or all week or something. I don't know. At the time, the, the theater erupted into laughter. Yeah, it was, was like, my mind We're watching too. Austin Powers Part 4 here, God uh, damn it. <laughs> and more, another more thing. comedy action. And another sure. thing I thought was uh, uh, Channing Tatum was underused in this. I Oh, yeah. They took him out and put him on ice, literally. And I enjoyed his I enjoyed his that. accent in this. I think he was spot on with his uh, accent. He was awesome, dude. He was like uh, he was using southern euphemisms like uh, that dog don't hunt boys, and he'd say like now you're shitting in high cotton, you know. And he'd say a lot of that kind of stuff, and he was spot on, man. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I know a lot of and people. Yeah, you'll that you'll, you'll, that you'll enjoy it. You definitely need <laughs> and to check he, it out. He had one action scene, and it was badass. Right. And then With the whip. No, he had no, a, a oh. he had a he had a gun, okay. which he, he didn't really use. I like I like when he uh, plugged up that hole to that barrel uh, with his chew spit, chewing tobacco. Nah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, he had the one action scene, and then he pretty much was in a coma for the rest of the movie. Literally. Um, what did you think about the basic storyline, Brian? The drugs um, and all that. I thought it was really fucking high handed, dude. Because I mean. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I didn't mind that. The one thing I didn't like was the explanation of uh, Colin Firth uh, being alive. so dumb, dude. Yeah, I didn't like that uh, at all. It was horrible. And then, and then you know what? You're, I, my, my score is lowering as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, you know what? 5.5, man. Oh, it's only I got 5.5 5 goods. And we may be falling for faster than what we're doing. No, I, I, I'm sticking just strong. I, I just, I'm not sticking strong. I hated, I hated, yeah, I hated how the reason why they brought him back and the way they brought him back. But if you were going to bring him back, see, now I'm about to talk myself to a lower score. Uh He didn't have a moment like he did in the first one. That that church scene in the first movie was amazing. Yeah, that was was the best part of the of the first movie. He had nothing close to that in this movie. I couldn't have put it better, man. You didn't come close. I think they only brought him back to have that kind of emotion, that emotional connection with uh, uh, right. Tara Edgerton, which I will say there was a couple times uh, he hit them emotional notes. I thought really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, but I would agree. I, I would agree. I think I think that's the only reason they brought him back because he did absolutely nothing and the stupid shit with the butterflies and him hallucinating, getting his memory back, and I I, I didn't care for none of that. They could have probably just left him out of this movie. 
I would agree. I, I, I would agree. But here's what bothers me about the, the plot of the whole movie. And I know it's a comedy, you know, yada, yada, yada. But so basically, the, all the good guys are named after alcoholic drinks and what have you. And all the bad guy, or the, the main bad person, she puts something in all the drugs that fucks you up and makes your veins turn blue. And then you start dancing and then you go into paralysis and then you die and your eyes explode, Philip. Oh, Since you haven't well, seen the movie, I just spoil go. the whole fucking movie for you. That's all right. But... What pisses me off is that basically they're having the message they're sending because because they're basically saying if you've done any of these things, you're at risk of having these blue veins. And the first thing they say is cannabis. Hmm. They say like cannabis, cocaine, methamphetamine or what was the fourth one? Heroin, right? Yeah, she she. She had the market cornered on everything. Yeah, but how fucking high handed a message is that? Alcohol, okay, kids. It's okay to do alcohol, kids. We're named after alcohol, but we're all named after alcohol. But you know, fuck you if you do. Cannabis goddamn, is bad. Yeah, fucking cannabis. <laughs> yeah, fucking piss me off. You know, I, I we don't get political on the horror returns. I'm not being political, but I'm just saying that's bullshit, man. Fucking to lump all those together to lump cannabis with heroin. That's like the fucking DEA. Those dumb shits. We go DEA. You know, give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> You're well, fucking it up. Well, you know what? I'm down to five. <laughs> I'm down you know what? Five. Well, I'll, I'll bring I'll, I'll bring us back here. I like they interested they introduced a new way to um, slip a um, a listening device on somebody. That was pretty cool. I did yeah. like that scene. <laughs> so, so Philip, it had to go through the mucous membrane, right? <laughs> yeah. So Philip, uh, they have a little. It looks like a little tiny condom that you put on your finger. And he had he had to uh, they were surveilling a girl, so he had to slip his finger somewhere, and you could take it from there wow. uh, where he had to slip his finger. And, and he got into a comp- he got into a competition with whiskey on which of them could uh, could get the girl. And whiskey was like sweet talking her, like, "Hey, baby, you know, being like a typical ugly American with her." Typical and then she she moves her <laughs> finger to the left, and he says. What are you doing? And then little uh, Eggsy, who knows what the fuck's going on, says... She's uh, swiping left. She's swiping left. (laughs) (laughs) Which we didn't even talk about him, uh, Whiskey, uh, Pedro Pascal. Right. Uh, he he did a lot of cool shit in here with with his lasso and his whip and his... I was to see him be a bad guy. I thought he... Uh, Yeah, I I didn't like it. You know know what would have saved Colin Firth if he was actually the bad guy? Ooh. Oh, that would have been good. That might have been a much better movie. And another thing, okay, I'm a, it's oh, a, six, like a six. I got to try. I just remember something. I hate they killed, uh, what's her name? Uh, she was like the only female uh, Kingsman from the last movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the they one that killed looks her exact, off. For, the one that looks exactly like, uh, what's her name from, uh, ah, fuck, not Drew Barrymore, but the other little perky blonde. That's in everything. They just won an Oscar, or not an Oscar? Just goddamn, we're so fucking far off the rails. <laughs> she looks like the the chick from. Uh, God damn it! The listeners are fucking kicking the fucking. The what is the matter with you right now? Right now. Hannah Olsen, Somebody. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, no, that's that's the that's no. that's his girlfriend. No, we're talking about. She looks exactly like. Dude, this is killing me. Help me out here, Brian. Please. I, you bone. lost. You lost me. Throw me, me a freaking bone. <laughs> you. You said Drew Barrymore, and now like she keeps popping up in my oh, head. Oh no, so. Drew Barrymore, no. Alicia Silverstone, no. How uh, hard another... is it to get sharks with freaking lasers on their heads? <laughs> perky little blonde, man. She was just in the show that won an award. It was a miniseries on HBO. 
Oh, what about the fucking about? women and the guy that, uh... Oh, uh... Holy shit, dude. The, the one, is, is she... killing me, man. Fuck is her name. Oh, legally, man, legally Big blonde. Little Lies. Legally, legally blonde. blonde. Reese Witherspoon! <laughs> she looks just like her, man. I think, in my opinion, she looks better than her, so... Ooh, okay. Never been a okay. big Reese Witherspoon fan. Yeah, she's pretty good, man. Yeah. But yeah, I think I talked my no. I'm a I'm a a stay out of seven. I'm not going to talk myself. It's a fun movie. It just it just has a lot of problems with the story. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, dude. Fun movie. Right on. I'm right on the fence. I'm going to go ahead and stay with a five. I went all the way down to from six. Five goods. Yeah, it's 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 fifty fifty, man. Uh, so in conclusion, go, ahead and watch, go watch Goldmember. Yeah, watch Goldmember. <laughs> go watch Goldmember now. Then watch Goldfinger. And then if it comes on Netflix at, at midnight, <laughs> watch Kingsman Golden Circle. Or the first one, which is Kick-Ass. All right, you guys Yeah, watch Kick-Ass, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Kick-Ass. All right, y'all ready to wrap up? Wrap it up. As always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Like a listening device finger condom. That's how we're wrapping it up. We would. Like- <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Stretching it. <laughs> Get it? Stretching it? Eh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we would. Lo- <clears throat> We'd love to hear your your, your fe- We would love to hear your feedback and ideas, listeners. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. And if you have left an iTunes review recently, Lone Wolf. Email us uh, name and address so we can get you that T-shirt. Seriously, we really mean that. This is, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep giving them away <laughs> after going and spending all this money, but this is the golden time to get the T-shirt. So please send us an email. Hey, gold member. Oh, shit. <laughs> did, I really, did I really fall right into that? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just, it's stuck in my head. You know that's going to be our outro music, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It has to be now. All right, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. And also look for us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Next week, it's Flatliners. Both the new one as well as the original 80s version. And uh, possibly, maybe or maybe not, with special guest Kevin Nez. We'll see what happens. But uh, he may have work going on. But if not, hopefully Kevin can be here with us. Because, Brian, it's a movie from what decade? I actually think it's 1990. Oh, Oh, ouch. All right, then fuck you, Kevin. Wait till we do the Witchboard sequel. No, all, all kidding aside, Kevin, we hope you can join us, man. I know I know you'll get into it. Keeper um, Sutherland, man. Yeah, Keeper Sutherland. You can't go wrong. So He's in both of them. Hopefully. Is he? Yeah. He's in the new one. Okay. <laughs> so, Brian, are they saying the new one's a remake, or are they saying it's a sequel now? I'd have It's a remake, sequel, reboot, remake. I don't okay. know. You know it's what? all of those. If our good friend Kevin Nash shows up, <laughs> he can explain it all to us, I'm sure. I imagine he will. All right, With so many uh, profanities. Until the horror returns again. Good.